This is Chris the Mole Man from the Couch Potato Files. You are listening to my next door neighbor, Odd Dad Out. Now get the f- off my lawn. Evening Odd Dad Out podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the wonderfully fabulous Odd Dead Out, and this is the show where I share my twisted little views of things and stories and whatnots, and make fun of a whole lot of idiots in the news, and I wrap things up with a podcast that I think you should listen to, because I listen to it, and I'm awesome, so you'll be more awesome by listening to it. It's all for you. All for you. This week, I can best describe the show as five assholes and an Irish couch potato. Well, he's kind of an asshole too, and so am I. So I guess it's kind of seven assholes, but I don't know. I don't want to do the math right now. So this week, I'm thinking I'm going to shake things up a bit and see what you think, what I think, what everybody thinks. Not that anybody tells me these things. But I think I'm going to get the weird shit out of the way first and roll right on into bullshit from the news. Bullshit from the news. All right. Not that we don't already have hurricane number... Fuck, what's this? Five... I think, I don't even know anymore, barreling down on Puerto Rico. We still have idiots from the last hurricane. Two Florida men, allegedly, and I I air quotes the ever-living shit out of allegedly, uh, try to steal a power pole after Hurricane Irma. And the reason I air quotes the shit out of allegedly, these two guys were found driving down the street and were pulled over with a power pole strapped to the top of their car. I don't know how much more allegedly you can get. It, I think it just goes to the fact that the Huffington Post, or wherever the hell I pulled this from, they are a legitimate news organization. Lots of air quotes here. Um, and they have to protect their asses by not saying they're guilty, even though these dumbasses were found with a power pole strapped to the top of their car. I just wonder what goes through your head when you think, oh, hey, let's go steal that power pole over there. Because that's what Florida sounds like. I'm sorry, the the picture of the uh, Jackson County, I believe it's Jackson County. Uh, I don't know Florida. Uh, Jackson County uh, Sheriff's Department posted a picture of the guys to their Twitter with the the pole strapped to their car and the two shirtless guys on the side of the road. Now, this just looks like a plain old ordinary everyday. This isn't even like middle of storm looting. This is after shit's gone. There are other cars just driving down the road, clear blue sky. I mean, guys, if you're going to be looting loot during the storm when there's chaos... Don't go looting after everything's cleared up and you just look like a couple of hicks stealing power lines. And and what the hell are you going to do with it after? I mean, never mind that it's a fucking power pole. But are you going to take this to a recycling center like a junk shop? They're going to know it's a power pole. They're not going to take it, you dumbasses. Or you, oh, I'm going to stick it in my yard. I need a new flagpole. No. What the fuck are you going to do with a, with a damn electric power pole? Seriously. It can't, there's no way you're getting away with this. Never mind that they didn't get away with it because they had a fucking power pole strapped to the top of their car. Ah, Florida. I I had to get that out of the way because it's a hurricane story. I had to get the hurricane story out of the way. You know, because a lot of the rest of this, literally, when I said five assholes, I wasn't, I was being almost literal in this case. All right. Let's let's ease you in. Let's ease you into the assholes. Starting with a Chinese doctor. Okay, I'm 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 blanket Asianing again. I believe he's Chinese. 
I don't remember where he's from. I don't have the article in front of me because I'm lazy. Um, doctor gives himself a colonoscopy so that he can understand the pain his patients feel. Bravo, doctor. I will, I will, you know, I, I will give props to this doctor because I've never had one. I know at some point in my life I'll have to do it. I think my dad has had them because my dad is old as fuck. My dad is six. My dad will be 67 in two months. God damn, my dad's old. Um, but <laughs> I can't say anything. I'm in my 30s. It makes sense for my dad to be in his pushing 70. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've never had a colonoscopy. I understand the procedure. I understand that it basically amounts to them shoving a hose up your ass, puffing you full of air, and sticking a camera in there to check for abnormalities and polyps and all this stuff. I understand this. I've had descriptions of this from my dad, from Robin Williams did a whole bit on this back in the day. And I knew a guy who thought, young guy, God, he must have, he was in his 20s, who thought he had, uh, uh, like, I think they said they thought he had prostate cancer. It's like, what the fuck's the cancer up there that they have to do that for? Um, yeah, they thought he might have prostate cancer. And so, it's like, young, young, skinny dude. And he had to have a colonoscopy done. And he said it was the most painful experience in his life. So, this doctor decided, you know what? People tell me there's a certain amount of pain. I'm going to see how bad this is. Like, what sort of pain am I inflicting on my patients? Because to my understanding, they can't numb you for this. They apparently, like, lube you up real good. But you have to be fully awake and conscious and all those things. They can't mess with this stuff down there. And I could be completely wrong about they They can't uh, give you any pain, anything for the pain. And they dope you up full of... I don't know what they give you. I don't know. I've never had it. But... In my, from what I've heard, it is painful as all hell. So, you know, bravo doctor. Uh, maybe he will develop some sort of less painful method for shoving a camera up your ass. But I, I don't see how that's going to get any better. But speaking of uh, things coming out of your ass. Yeah, I'm going there. Let's hope I don't fuck up this guy's name. Piero Manzoni, artist, shit, sells for up to $300,000. Yes, that was literal. Guy by the name, artist by the name of Piero Manzoni. And again, I apologize to his estate if I'm fucking up his name. He's dead. Um... He, this is an art, and I don't know why this was a, an article that came up as maybe one of them just sold or something, but this artist, we back in the day, sold, it was like post-World War II, you know, the big artist snobbery boom. This young artist basically wanted to stick it to all of the art elitists. And like, oh yeah, look, you know, I can literally shit in a can, tell you it's art, and you will fucking buy it. So he did. Literally. This dude literally shit in a bunch of cans, had them sealed, autographed, numbered, labeled, artist shit. So it's literally shit in a can. And the fucking art people bought this the fuck up. Back in the, and it was like literally, he was, this was his middle finger to the the artist elitists, who were like, "Oh, you don't understand art." And I think we get a lot of that with the fucking hipsters and shit too. It was like, "Oh, you don't understand my art, man," and all that sort of shit, beatniks, fuckers. I, I again, I'm 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 a crotchety old fuck, aren't I? But I, I don't under, you know, what's the old saying? I don't know what's art, but I know what I like. I'm going to tell you, a can of shit is not art. This was literally him saying, I can call this art and those dumb fucks will buy it. Well, 
people still buy it. They've had some selling for up to $300,000 for a, like, little fucking, how the fuck big is this? I don't even remember. 30 grams. <laughs> let's read the, let's read the can. Artist shit. Contents. 30 grams net. Freshly preserved, produced, and tinned in May 1961. Uh, pr <laughs> produced by Piero Manzoni, art signed on the top. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> ah, I can't even read that without laughing. It's literally a can of shit. And freshly preserved. And uh, to my understanding, nobody's ever opened these things. They, they're kind of rotting away because it's a fucking tin can from the 60s. Uh, so I imagine they reek like hell by now. Well, maybe not. They were freshly preserved, right? Um, but people are, people are still spending money on this. It was a fucking prank. It was a prank by an artist. And people are spending money. People spent money in the 60s on this. And now people are spending a fuck ton more money on this now. Because people are stupid. <laughs> That's just it. People are fucking stupid. Oh my god. I cannot believe. You know what? I can believe it. And I, I can't believe this was done in the 60s. I believe somebody, some fucking weirdo... Would like Shia LaBeouf just sitting in a studio and letting people abuse the shit out of him? Like sitting, what was that fucking shit Shia LaBeouf did? He just like sat there in a chair naked or something while people just did shit to him. I think one woman like jumped on him and damn near raped him. And people were throwing shit, all this shit. Like, oh, it's an, it's an art. This, no, you're being a fucking weirdo. It's not art. You're just being weird. Stop excusing weird by saying it's art. Okay. I'm weird. I don't say it's art. I don't necessarily call myself an artist. Hell, I can barely classify as an entertainer at this point. Some people think I'm funny. Fuck, I think you guys need your meds checked. But, thank you for listening, and goodbye, because I'm sure you just turned off. Um, <laughs> alright. Moving on from that. Now, moving on from literal assholes to figurative ones, technically, because I'm sure this smells like shit. North Carolina woman claims to have made a spray that attracts Bigfoot. She claims that it can attract a, a big, any Bigfoot within a mile and a half radius. To which I say bullshit. Or Yeti shit. Or Sasquatch shit. Or whatever the fuck shit you want to use. It's a whole lot of bullshit. Because, really, if it worked, wouldn't you have captured a Bigfoot by now? You have no... It, it, apparently it attracts a fuck ton of animals, and she's like, Oh yeah, you use this spray and all these animals, so it's totally going to attract a Bigfoot. No, that's not how the... Fuck, that's not how the scientific method works. Never mind, that's not, that's not how Bigfoot works. Just because you can attract a deer does not mean you can attract a Bigfoot. If, you, if that were the case then every fucking hunter out there covering his boots and deer piss would have a Bigfoot around him. That's the... You cannot make the argument that it attracts one thing, therefore it's going to attract Bigfoot. Yeah. Dumb bitch. And she's selling this at $7 a bottle. So you too can... Get your cameras ready because you too will soon be able to have your own picture of Bigfoot. So long as you buy my little bottle of spray and rent a Bigfoot costume and uh, tell your son to shut the fuck up. Got it. All right. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going. Oh, my God. All right. But all that. And you think all these assholes, one of them has got to get it. That, of course, brings me to the jackass of the week. A Toronto man is quite upset that his $8,000 class-free, exam-free, uh, work-free master's degree is a fake. No shit, Sherlock. You just spent $8,000 for a piece of paper 
and you didn't take a fucking class. You know, it's not an honorary degree. You just paid $8,000 to some fuck to print you a, a piece of paper. Oh my god. No, I've I've seen. There are plenty of places that I, I I've I've there are fuck so many schools that have been shut down recently, like the the little like for profit community colleges and things like this. Um like an entire group of them, a bunch of them out here in Phoenix that were shut down because they were basically claiming like they were charging like, Oh, $10,000 for a degree and you do the coursework and all this stuff. And they'd guarantee they were like, Oh, 98% of our students have jobs in their, their, uh, field of study within six months. And they were totally bloating their numbers for recruitment purposes and their, and people were like, um, no, dude, I still fucking work at McDonald's. And it's like, yeah, I've got a degree. I've got a fucking bachelor's degree from your school and I ain't got shit to show for it. Where the fuck's my money? And they're still paying off the student loans that they had to get and all this stuff to go to this school. And so this isn't like an entire network of colleges because it was like, like I said, it was, there were private colleges and you know, like for profit universities that were all owned like this big chain of fucking schools that were all owned by one big corporation and they were collectively hosing a fuck ton of people. And then the like department of education came in, they shut them down and did all that shit. And I think ITT tech, if you remember those guys, ITT tech actually just shut down straight up, completely shut down literally the day before classes this last year, I believe, uh, ITT tech students, they were like, all right, um, we didn't want to do this, but the government's breathing down our neck and we weren't doing anything shady, but they think we were. So, um, we're closed. Sorry. No more classes. Thanks government. Um, I don't know the exact situation with ITT tech. That was a whole other thing. I think they were just getting heat, but yeah, at least those schools were having classes. They had classes, they had tests, they bullshitted and they probably, they did not do a good job because obviously you couldn't take your, your degree from Aspen College. I don't know what the fuck it was. I'm throwing a name out there. Aspen College and say, I have a bachelor's in, in computer uh, science from Aspen College and and go somewhere and they're like, uh, yeah, that's a bullshit school. Um, that's not your degree is not worth the paper it's printed on. At least they went to class. At least they took a test. At least they tried to earn their degree and they thought they were earning their degree. This is just some old guy who didn't want, who doesn't like traditional school, who doesn't like the, 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 he doesn't like the system. He wants to rebel against the system, even though he's an old fuck. Wants to rebel against the system and thinks, hey, a, a, a master's degree where they you just do an interview and say, here's my life and work experience. And they're like, okay, yeah, totally. That's, that's worth a master's. Here, give me $8,000. Here's your master's. Idiot, you have to take some sort of a test. I don't care if you like tests or not. I don't like tests. But you know what? If the test is going to tell everybody else that I know what the fuck I'm doing, I'll take the test. Every week you guys see that, obviously, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but take the test, you moron. So, obviously, shit's fake, and he's all pissed off, and guess what? Um, You got hosed, and I'm sorry, you're too dumb to realize that if you don't take a fucking test, you can't get a fucking degree, unless you're, like, Tim Allen or Bill Cosby, and a, a university is going to award you a, an honorary doctorate. And just a reminder, an honorary doctorate doesn't mean shit when it comes to getting a job. Dr. Bill Cosby cannot operate. Um, at this point, I think they had all of his honorary doctorates rescinded anyway, but that's a whole other, that's a Bill Cosby thing. Uh, but I'm going to take a quick Potter and Family promo break and... I'll be right back with this week's announcements. What is the Potter family? 
Hey, this is Shane. That's not oh, Shane. That's a robot set by the government. And that's Kenny from I'm now. I'm a robot that I'm, too. From now that I'm older. More like now that I'm robots. This is Gabriel Russo from the Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear podcast. This is Steve from the Drift and Ramble podcast. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is Emily from the Story Behind. This is Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. This is Sean Harrigan from the Cinescape podcast. We are you podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow so follow us on twitter at potter and family and use the hashtag potter and family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same potter and family where great podcasts come home here's a few reasons why you should be listening to the unwritable rant podcast with host juliet miranda she can tell a great story if you can't play dead play drunk and it works, I swear. <laughs> she interviews celebrities that have great stories. If, if we have a cousin that's kind of strange, we don't we don't put him away or tuck him away. We set him on an old dryer out in the front yard with alcohol and let him wave at people. <laughs> right, right. And then you tell your friends about it. And she's tolerant and loves kids. So these kids go running up after the ball, and I stand up and I yell, kids die in the street all the time. So head on over to theunwritablerant.com and listen to the show. Hey, it's time for this week's Odd Data Update. First up, thank you to artist Lily Holtz for her work actually redoing the Odd Data logo. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time. It, it's the same logo, but it's now professionally drawn, and it doesn't look like I happened to scratch it down on the back of a notepad at work when I was 18. So, thank you very much, Lily, for that. Uh, next up, I want to say thank you to the guys at Nerd Talkalypse, and trust me, it took me a while to say that. It's a complicated word. But, uh, thanks for the shout-out on your most recent episode, and they said something that I, I find funny that I've, I've heard a lot, that apparently I have a soothing voice, and they were surprised at the amount that I swear. All I can say is, Irish-Mexican sailor... That's, that's, that explains my vocabulary. Um, and also, thank you to the guys at uh, Pre-Rec Live, my buddies Matt, Joe, and uh, Becky over there, for tackling my recent Netflix problem in their Fix-It Joe segment. Although, I don't think my wife is going to accept that, uh, but it, it was definitely a valiant effort. <laughs> um, and... Last, but certainly not least, in, in, in my thank yous this week, thank you to Steve from the Pizza Podcast. And I actually had to really kind of scrub to find your name because he's always just referred to as Pizza Podcaster. But thank you to Steve because he's been really big in pushing this show recently. And he's been really great about promoting my show. And I've heard him talk about it a lot and other guess that I'm sure that's where he heard or the guy that Nerdtocalypse heard about me and so he, he has been really great in kind of lighting that fire under my ass and really making me feel like I'm reaching people and that he's probably done more to grow my audience than I have so thank you Mr. Pizza Podcaster because you are awesome alright but into the last little bit of news this week I know it's running long it's a busy it's a busy month for September especially because September 30th is International Podcast Day. Yes, I'm that kind of a nerd. I'm excited about International Podcast Day. And there are tons of events planned by different groups, the a lot of the different hosting platforms are doing their own thing including a 30 plus hour live stream which is actually starting at the point of actual like earth midnight which is i believe uh 7 p.m eastern standard time don't quote me on that on september 29th uh but again 30 plus hour live stream going across all the time zones so if you are into that sort of thing check that out and if things work out the way I'm hoping, I may even have a special surprise in store for you. But we'll just have to see if that works out. 
But to stay on top of the day's festivities, remember to follow hashtag International Podcast Day on Twitter or check out internationalpodcastday.com. And of course, you're already following me at Odd Dad Out on Facebook and Twitter because you love me. But enough of that. that. That went way longer than I intended. Let's get on with the rest of the show, shall we? So, it's, it's, it's getting into autumn. I guess officially this Friday would be, Thursday, Friday would be the first day of autumn. And as such, oddly enough, I am excited about what is technically classified as a beer. Um, I, if, if you listen to the show, I don't even know if I mentioned this really. Um, I'm not a big drinker. Um, I think I mentioned it when I, when I reviewed the Epic Film Guys, but I'm not a big drinker. I'm, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not straight edge or anything, but I'm, I'm just not, I'm not a casual drinker. I'm not a, I don't consume, um, let's, I don't, I don't do drugs. I really don't drink. I mean, I, I will occasionally have my, my, my libation of choice would have to be Angry Orchard because I'd rather have something sweet than something like boozy or like, I don't drink to get drunk, I guess you could say. So for me, I want something that tastes, I, I, I like something sweet. And so I dig Angry Orchard. Well, way back, I think it was like two years ago for my anniversary, our anniversary, sorry, honey, not that she's listening, but a few years back for our anniversary, my wife and I went bowling and at the bowling alley, they had a drink called an Angry Balls, which sounds kind of vile. It sounds kind of dirty, but it was delicious. It was made of an Angry Orchard with a shot of fireball whiskey which sounds like it could go very bad or very good at the same time and when they served it they kind of did the the margarita treatment to it but instead of salt they used sugar so that was kind of cool but this thing tasted like a, a an apple pie in a glass it was awesome i i mentioned all of that because angry orchard makes a variety called Sinful Apple, which is, you guessed it, mixed with cinnamon. So after my experience with the Angry Balls, thinking, man, this is delicious, you know, who would think Red Bull and, or not Red Bull, uh, fucking uh, Angry Orchard and Fireball would make, I gotta, fuck, I hate Red Bull, but Angry Orchard and Fireball, apples and cinnamon, duh. So I'm going to try this apple cinnamon thing. Well, it's seasonal. Well, it's fall season now for, for the beverage people. You may have noticed that pumpkin spice everything is coming out. Well, with the pumpkin spice everything comes the Angry Orchard Sinful Apple. So I, my wife, we were doing our click list, which for those of you playing at home, we fucking order our groceries online and just go pick it up. Fucking wonderful. What the fuck is wonderful? Oh, well. It's, she's like, hey. Do you want me to order you a case of Angry Orchard or like a, a six pack of Angry Orchard? Now we do not keep, I, this, this kind of implies that I keep Angry Orchard in the house. I don't, we don't normally keep, we have like a couple of bottles of wine and I think we've got from parties long gone, some bottles of rum and, and tequila and things from, from social events with my sisters and things from a long time ago. And they've been sitting there and they it's a good thing, like, you know, uh, rum doesn't go bad, because it probably would have by now. But we, my wife's like, hey, and she runs off the, the list, and like, and sinful apple, like, sinful apple, get it, get it, get it. She gets all excited, because she knows that's what I was waiting for, that I want to try this cinnamon apple angry orchard. And I tried it, and... I'm not going to say I was, I'm disappointed by the level of cinnamon that's in it. It's still delicious. I still love Angry Orchard and I'm going to drink all that shit, but I was a little disappointed in it. And again, all of this 
telling you all of this and then like me getting excited over an alcoholic beverage just to mention that like how I'm not a drinker. I don't do drugs, but for some reason people seem to look down on me for that. And I remember there was kind of a, there was a little video on Facebook a while back that was kind of talking about that. That was basically like when you tell people you don't drink, they look at you like there's something wrong with you. Like, like, what do you mean you don't drink? Like, I, I don't drink. Like, or what do you mean you don't do drugs? And I get that shit all the time. That's the thing. That actually makes me mad. When people ask me why I don't drink, people are actually more cool about me not doing, me not drinking than me not doing drugs. And that trips me the fuck out and actually makes me mad. Really. And because people get insistent on it. People get fucking insistent and I get so mad because when I tell people, yeah, I don't really drink a lot. It's like a lot of the guys at work, they'll go out, they'll have a beer or they'll like, I literally, I actually avoided our Christmas party last year in the office because there was going to be drinking because we were, it was at a, like a big, uh, I think it's called main event. It's kind of like a Dave and Buster's or one of those kind of adult playland. There's laser tag and 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 shit like this and bowling and all this, all that stuff but this but there was drinking allowed and a lot i knew how a lot of the guys at work drink i was like i'm not going to be around them drunk they're just going to be problems and so i don't surround myself with people who drink typically i also don't socialize being you know introverted fuck off people what all of that but for me i'm just like i yeah I don't drink in social situations and all those things. So I kind of avoided it. But people are like more iffy about like, oh, yeah, you don't drink. Okay, whatever. Even like sometimes you get that pushback. Like, what do you mean you don't drink? What's wrong with that? So it's like you straight edge. It's like, no, I'm not straight edge. I just choose not to. I generally, I don't really like the taste of beer. And generally, I don't enjoy hard liquor short of because I'm weird like that. Uh, I like Jaeger. Jaeger is awesome. Most people think it tastes like crap because most people don't like black licorice. Sorry, I do. I really like Jaeger. So my two things, Angry Orchard Cider and Jaegermeister. Go figure. But basically anything in the middle and a, and a nice wine. Yeah. That's just a nice dinner. Have a nice glass of wine, whatever. But I actually get a crap ton of pushback when I, when people ask me, well, people ever mention drugs and people ever mention, people assume that I do drugs. I don't know if it's because they do drugs or what, but people assume that I'm on drugs and the thing is because I'm skinny. It's because I'm skinny and because like I have fake teeth and, you know, oh, losing your teeth is a sign of meth. I was like, no, it's because I have a fucking uh, enamel deficiency and my teeth crumble. All that being said, whenever I tell people, A, I don't smoke weed, I don't do drugs, and I never have. And then you get the fucking third degree or the nth or the twelfth degree or whatever the hell you want to, they jump down your throat about why don't you do drugs? It's like, no, you do. It's like, you you don't have to lie to me. It's okay. You can tell. It's like, I'm not going to tell anybody you do. I don't fucking do drugs. It's like, I've never smoked weed. It's like, nah, it's, you don't have to lie. It's okay. It's like, motherfucker, if you tell me I'm lying again, I'm going to stab you in the fucking throat. And there was a guy at work who did that shit to me. And I just about wanted to stab him in the fucking face. Because I I, I don't care if you do drugs. I don't. Do what the fuck you want to do. As long as whatever the fuck you're doing doesn't affect me, I don't care. My problem comes from when you accuse me of being anything but what I am. You know, you're not going to offend me by calling me a cracker. Technically, I'm not. Technically, I am. I'm half white. <laughs> Sorry to say, I'm half white, I'm half Mexican. Guess what? I grew up with the Mexican side of my family been over this. I, I, I was raised in, in a Hispanic family. That's it. But 
to deal, but you're not going to offend me with racial slurs. That's why my, my biggest joke is I will call somebody a racial slur that absolutely in no way fits them whatsoever because it absolutely is a joke. Like, I will call the whitest dude in the office, like, a Mexican. Why? Because it's utterly ridiculous. But when I'm, but it, that's all for the sake of comedy. When somebody's accusing me, literally, like, intentionally, heartfully accusing me of doing something or being something that I'm not, I get very angry. I don't even get offended. I get angry. Like, it's not offensive to me to be accused of doing drugs. My doctors, if you listen back to uh, the incident, my doctors and the nurses all accused me of being on drugs because I was 110, 115 pounds, super skinny, and had bad teeth. They assumed I was on meth or crack or something. There had to be some reason other than, no, he's just skinny. So all the doctors thought I was on drugs. They asked me, they asked my wife, then they asked me and my wife separately. I was like, okay, they're not in the room. You can tell me what drugs is he on? I got the, we got kind of ticked. No, I don't do drugs. Never have done drugs. I have nothing against you people who do drugs, but I don't. But when somebody comes at me and basically keeps pushing the point of, like, no, nah, it's, it's like, you can tell me. It's like, I know, it's like, it's you you, you smoke weed before. Like, no, never have. Even my own sisters were surprised that I've never smoked weed. Never. And it's, I just have no desire to. That I don't care. I have zero desire to, to, smoke, to smoke weed, to do drugs. I don't even fucking smoke cigarettes. Why? I don't care to. That's really it. Like my my main vice in life is coffee. That's kind of it. I drink a fucking half gallon or what? I drink two pots of coffee a day. No bullshit. Two pots of coffee a day. I'm cool, <laughs> and I don't get jittery or anything. I'm 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 this hyper and this weird and this psychoactive because there's a microphone in front of me. It has nothing to do with the coffee. <laughs> because if I weren't sitting in front of a microphone right now, I'd probably be asleep. No bullshit. Actually, I probably should be. I'm running over nap time right now. The boys are going to be pissed. But that's that's it. That's what Moana and Zootopia are for. Over and over and over again. And they don't mind. But all that. I just don't understand why people... Why it is that people look at you funny when you tell and and give you give you shit for saying you don't do this illegal thing or you don't do this thing that is universally known to be bad for you like oh you don't do drugs why not you don't drink why not i'm sorry if i just personally choose not to to use some shit that is a illegal or b just bad for me and i, I will say it I grew up in a family with an alcoholic parent. That actually doesn't affect my judgment here. It affects my my reasoning in that I'm no do not drink to excess. But out of all my siblings, I'm one of seven kids. Two of us don't drink. All of us grew up with it. All of us know that. All of us have seen trips to multiple trips to rehab and it it didn't change it, it didn't affect our choice whether or not to drink um two of my brothers don't drink okay technically three of my brothers don't drink because one of them isn't legal drinking age and if he does i'm gonna kick his ass but that's just because hey be you know but if he started drink when he hits 21 if he starts drinking i'm not going to give him that much shit I'm just not. I, on occasion, I've got a case of Angry Orchard in my fridge right now. I've got two bottles of wine in my fridge and all this other shit in my fridge and freezer right now. And yeah, fine. If the occasion arises for me to drink, maybe I will. If my wife and I are having a date night, I, we will have a glass of wine. 
fine. If we're having a party and my sisters are over and it's game night and we're playing apples to apples or zombie dice or something, we're probably having drinks because we just, that's probably the only time we really seriously drink around my house. And, but that's that. But I don't just, it's a Tuesday night. I'm out of work. I'm going to have a beer and relax. No, not me. Not that guy. I don't go out anywhere. I've never been to a club, but I don't do those things. But people give you shit. I don't understand it. I just, and I realize I'm talking in circles at this point, but it's, it's a, it's a funny thing that people, those people who do think you're weird that you don't. I actually had a guy straight up tell me, like, why are you so, like, you can't possibly, uh, enjoy going out somewhere. Like, my wife and I going out playing pool and going out bowling. Like, you can't possibly have any fun if you're not drinking. Like, bullshit, man. Like, you realize how much fun we're having playing pool, fucking with all of the drunk people? Like, my wife straight up would hustle her friends at pool because they were too drunk to realize she was just grabbing the balls and sticking them in the fucking holes. That's what drunk people, like, that's what the sober assholes do to the drunk friends when they're out. And that's, yeah, that's what we do. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's the fact that we recently purchased alcohol in the house kind of brought that to my to my mindset and kind of my my beef with the that one guy like getting so giving me so much shit about the fact that I don't do drugs and insinuating that I was lying about it uh especially I was like why the fuck do I have to lie to you about it what the who the fuck are you to that I care why what reason do I have to lie to you about me ever having done drugs what is it going to affect and I was like, I've told you some shit that is way more incriminating than, oh, yeah, I used to do drugs or I have done drugs. I was like, what the fuck am I going to lie about that for? I don't lie. Really? <laughs> the truth is much more interesting. I've got stories about stories about stories that just you got to pull my string the right way to get that story out. But once you know, but I will tell it. Uh, and so I, I just, yeah. All right, like I said, I, I'm 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 talking in circles now, but I just had to get that shit off my chest. Sometimes you just have to to get the rants and the and the, the who's or what's nuts and all that shit out. <sighs> all right, I'm calmed down now. So I'm going to refill my coffee while you guys listen to this last little Potter and Family promo break, and when I come back, we'll wrap up the show with this week's. Recommended listening feature, The Couch Potato Files. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag internationalpodcastday to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. Hey everyone, I am Mike Jolitz from the Mike Jolitz Show, available on Spreaker.com and iTunes soon, I hope. I do a show where I mention some news items, celebrity stuff, stupid criminals, and just silly things I read on the interweb. Proud member of the Pottern family. Recommended listening. Mysteries, conspiracies, weird history, and the unexplained. A new topic each week. So join me, Chris the Bowl Man, as we crack open a beer and maybe have a few laughs as we explore the weird and the strange of the Couch Potato Files. Check out a new episode every Friday at thecouchpotatofiles.com. So you may have recognized that as the same guy at the beginning of the show. And actually, not exactly, but yes, he is in fact technically a neighbor. Um, Chris the Mole Man from the Couch Potato Files 
and actually Mike Jolitz actually both live out here where I reside in Surprise, Arizona, the suburb to the suburb to the suburbs. Holy shit, are you in California yet of Arizona? But it's, it's, it's kind of a funny thing that I got turned on to this show. I somewhere along the lines, he followed me or, or retweeted something of mine on Twitter. And I was like, oh shit, you're in surprise too. Whole conversation. And oh yeah, Mike Jolitz too. And this whole, I've, I've talked about this conversation before, but this is the conversation on Twitter and the interaction that resulted in my relationship with Chris the Mole Man, Mike Jolitz, and Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings. And I'm, you know, spoiler, Mike Jolitz is next week just because I'm getting these guys, I'm doing all these guys, my, my recent podcast buds out of the way because they're cool guys and I dig their shows. And oddly enough, we all do very similar things, uh, in, in our own way. But anyway, Couch Potato Files, like you said, he does, he doesn't just do, he does the weird news shit like I do. He does the weird, and he also kind of puts a little more focus on the conspiracies and the extra weird shit, like lizard people and these, all these damn guys that are talking about the end of the world. But to say he does it tongue in cheek is the understatement of the year. He's, he talks about the thing, and, and to a certain degree, he's a, a believer, and a certain degree, he's a skeptic, as and I am too. And it's probably why I dig this, the show, because I believe in a lot of the weird shit, but I'm also skeptical of a lot of the weird shit, because some things you can say are out there. You'd be stupid to believe there are not other, there are aliens and things out there. That's just math. Math tells you there has to be something else out there, uh, but, you know, whatever. Now, whether or not you believe aliens come and abduct people, that's on you. Um, whether or not you believe in Bigfoot or some lady says that her $7 spray will attract all of them to your house, that's on you. But he kind of talks about that. And, you know, again, and he does his 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 countdowns of, of weird shit. <laughs> uh, top 10 porno names, things like this. Uh, just fun shit, making fun of shit, uh, talking about weird shit, having fun with it, and not giving a fuck what he says about shit. And that's really this. And he, he's had some cool interviews. Uh, he's talked to the guys from Fearcast. He's talked to I, I, because I wasn't going to mention interviews because I just improv. Da, da. Uh, but he, he's he's had some kind of cool interviews with different guys that have been kind of fun. And it's, it's interesting. I, that's how I actually uh, started listening to the Bro Rons podcast because the same time as this whole interaction where I uh, became familiar with him was just after the Bro Rons, uh, who are from Tennessee, were actually in town and had done in and sat in on an episode of Mike Jolitz. And they've since done like all between all of they've all kind of appeared on each other's shows and I'm left out here because for the most part I don't do interviews I don't do guests because I'm weird that way and it's a level of technology I don't want to work with although I am really 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 trying to work out uh, some guest stuff here and there coming up soon because uh, I I want to get my word out anyway but yeah I'm it's just it's a it's a I will say it's definitely not for everybody. And I think I have to say that about just about every show I recommend. Uh, but because I'm sure there's things that he may say that are going to offend people. They're going to piss some people off. They're it's just when you, when you don't give a fuck what you're saying and it's like, Hey, it's like I've said before, it's my show. I'll say what the fuck I want. He has a very similar sort of mindset. It's his show. He'll say what the fuck he wants. What's wrong with that? I cannot find fault in that that reasoning. So, the Couch Potato Files, like you heard, at thecouchpotatofiles.com. If you want to hear about lizard people and the end of the world conspiracies, and at the same time get 
you know, I he just started a fantasy football draft thing with his son. I think Ginger versus Ginger, I think he's calling it. Um, I'm because I don't pull these things up. I don't have these things in front of me. I'm sorry. Uh, but he's got kind of a, a, a football draft pick thing going with his son right now, which is kind of funny. I can't do that with my kids. I don't give two shits about football. Maybe my wife could. My wife could do that. But if you, it, it's all over the place. They're rel- unless there's an interview, it's a relatively short show. He's not nearly as long-winded as I am. <laughs> but check him out at thecouchpotatofiles.com. But that is going to do it for me for this week. Woo, man, I crammed a lot into this show this week, didn't I? Uh, you can get all the links to all of those news stories. I've even got the video of the doctor doing his own colonoscopy, because why not? All that at odddadout.blogspot.com. Check out the recommended listening section for podcast recommendations if you haven't been keeping up with them. And if you have a recommendation for me, if you have a show you think I should listen to that I should feature, preferably not your own, email me odddadout at gmail.com or, of course, on Facebook and Twitter at odddadout. And remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app or service you like and leave me a review because you're awesome and leaving reviews for podcasters makes you awesome trust me it is like a it's it is the greatest thing in the world to a podcaster to get a a a five-star review trust me and i'm no, I'm going to say it. I, I used to, to say fuck off reviews and I don't care. But you know what? They're nice to read. And if you leave one, I'll throw it there in the little update bit in the middle of the show. Nobody sent me any this week, so I didn't have anything to read. So get on it. Yeah, you, right now. Leave me a review. Because you're awesome. Because you made it this far into the show. All right. But that's enough rambling. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you again to everybody and remember international podcast day coming up september 30th it's september 30th every year this week this year it's next week so stay on it all right until next time i am still adam i'm still the odd dead out thank you and good night